0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I am your host, Zakia McCoy. Here at Cooking with Positivity, we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that be in your business, in your love life, or in your everyday decision making. I'm gonna go ahead and kick us off with our positivity poem for the month. It's your favorite host on the scene, spreading love and positivity, providing you with the tools you need to achieve your dreams. You can listen on your phone, listen in your car, listen when you go to work, or listen when you travel far. Whether it's your best friend, inspirational speaker, father, or star, be sure to support the podcast wherever you are. It is Wednesday, you know what that means. We're going to be joined by our co-host and family member, Lisa Deshawn, when we come back. Podcasters who support other Podcasters and for the Month of March we are Looking to connect with Fellow podcasters and interview You on our podcast And be interviewed on your Podcast so Be sure to hit us up At Positivity At gmail.com Or cookmorepositivity Listeners and Guest Connection group Or on our website, cookingwithpositivity.wordpress.com and connect with us, podcaster to podcaster. Hey, Cooking with Positivity family. Be sure to tune in on
1: Thursday where we take it back. We'll break down some of our favorite old school jams. The artists who made them huge and what they mean to us. With some fun along the ride. Be sure to join us right here on Cooking with Positivity.
0: I just came through a lot of haters in here, so I keep it confident. Are you a bridesmaid? Are you responsible for the bachelorette party or the bridal shower? Well, have no fear. The perfect gift basket are here. With a bachelorette basket packed with the bridesmaid survival kit book. Signature drink recipes, custom party games, five flask, and a sample tray to get the party started. You can't go wrong. And with a bridal shower basket that is packed with a gift for the bride-to-be, custom bridal shower games, a sample tray to get your day started, as well as a bride-to-be sash. So be sure to stop by Zykeamaccoy.com to grab your gift baskets today. Do you want to become a CWP VIP? I mean, who doesn't? You'll get your business or product advertised for an entire month right here on Cooking With Positivity and you get social media post and video to accompany your promo. It's a no-brainer guys. Hit us up, myself, Lisa Deshawn or Kimberly Biggs if you're interested in becoming a CWP VIP. And we'll get your business and products out there. Welcome back, guys. We are joined by our co-host and family member, Lisa Deshawn. Lisa, how are you today?
1: I'm all right. I'm
0: all right. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. All right now. Now, uh, we are talking about You know, being women in the podcast industry. Mm -hmm. Now, I know a a few women personally who have podcasts. And I follow a ton of women who have podcasts. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But it is still very much a boys game. As far as the numbers go and as far as the history goes, it is very much a boys game. I find that very interesting, you know, most podcasts if there is a female, she's normally the co host hmm. like it's not her show, you know, dope pretty much interesting so my question today is why do you think that is?
1: you know, I don't know that's hmm that, that is a good question I, 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 I want to know myself why is that interesting
0: and it's not like we don't have the content right it's right, not like right. we can't hold it down on our own true because like I said we are out there
1: <laughs> true
0: true but mm. most of the time we're not solo right and so right. it's like Okay, we can do it some of the time, but not without a man, type stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well. or well, even if he's not, you know, on the mic or in the camera, he's behind the scenes producing and directing it, whatever case. Yeah, yeah. And I found, I found that to be interesting, because, you know, women, we are very creative. Yeah. And we, most of us love to talk.
1: Yes, we
0: do. So, I mean, there's two components right there, check and check. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, we get to the business of it. Like, uh, one of your favorite people, Frida, no, Big Fifty. Oh, okay. She got a podcast, and she talks to the people. But behind the scenes, you know, her team is made up of mostly men, and I found that very, very intriguing. Yeah. So when we come when we come into the room with content because one of the very first female hosted podcasts were two moms two house moms (laughs) who was talking about just that talking about motherhood and talking about you know stuff that they know right but we got other content you know we talk about some of that stuff here at with Positivity because we're both moms and we deal with different aspects of that in our life but that is not all we do (laughs) that is not the only topics we could discuss and i feel like we we kind of being impacted because i look i do listen to you know um like the mystery podcast unsolved mysteries and stuff like that I don't listen to it often because <laughs> my spirit can't take it too often. But I definitely do listen to it. And there's a young lady who does, um, she does like all of the fouls and stuff. She does all of the talking. But when it comes to like the guy's voice or whatever, she'll have her, her sometimes co-host come in. And do the guy's voice. Oh. And I'm saying I would listen even if he didn't do it. Because when we do story time here at Cooking with Positivity, I'm doing all of the voices. <laughs> I'm reading all of it. Male, female, otherwise. like I'm doing all of it. And I feel like she could do it. Because when she first started out, she did it. It was um, very interesting. But I was entertained. I was thoroughly entertained. And I was like, why did she switch it up? Wow. And they say as women we try to do too much. We didn't outsource. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Look. Big <laughs>
1: <That's laughs> I heard that.
0: Oh, man. They say, they say we try to do too much, sis. That's what they said. Well, I mean,
1: whatever.
0: <laughs> she said whatever. nobody trying to hear that? Well, whatever.
1: Okay. Oh, my gosh. What would they say that's
0: Oh, Because they say we don't know how to delegate and outsource, and that's not true. I'm delegating and outsource every day in my own house. What are you talking about? Thank
1: you. We, honey,
0: please.
1: Honey, please. Mm-mm.
0: I found that to be hilarious when I read it.
1: That is hilarious right there. I'm always outsourcing.
0: Listen, especially, especially amongst ourselves. And I feel like if we as women learn to do that more amongst ourselves. Right we'll be even better we'll be even more banging like it's because mm-hmm. we are extremely creative ideas popping out the woo-ha like it's amazing to me right right when i sit and i talk with some women i'll be like girl what mm. i had an idea similar to that or i had an idea that could move with that like what we can do that what? Let's talk, let's do it Exactly (laughs) And I don't do everything But as far as Editing, writing Recording Creative Mm -hmm. content, yes we do that here (laughs) Critical positivity Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And we're going to listen To our interview With Angel Charmaine From Speak Up Sis Who started out doing everything all right, now. And she is outsourced and delegated, what they said we can't do. <laughs> she got a whole team over there, mm-hmm. and she has just reached her 100th episode. Oh, we are so happy for her. Yeah,
1: I've seen that on social media. Yeah.
0: And yes. That's a big feat. Yeah. To make it to any, you know goal any kind of goal that sticks out right right of course especially in podcasting mm-hmm. because there could be days where you just don't feel like doing it anymore
1: absolutely
0: and you'd be like hey i'm done with this mm-hmm. but she stuck it out and she made it to her hundredth episode I'm so proud of uh, her congratulations to her yes and when we come back y'all gonna hear all of the gems she dropped we talked for a long time y'all so uh get your cup of coffee your glass of wine or whatever sit back (laughs) if you are commuting to work make sure you save where you left off at so you can come right back right you go on your break because these gems they magical look And on that note, y'all, we'll be right back. This is the CWP Writer Society. That is right. I'm calling all my poets, all my artists, all my writers. If you have a piece of work that you would like to share with the CWP family, hit us up right here and we will play your writing work, whether it be lyrics to a song, whether it be a poem, whether it be a scene or monologue, you want to show you got acting skills and script skills, hit us up right here and we will air it out. And I'm going to kick us... Are you a writer or an author who's looking to spread the word about your work that you have out? Are you looking to promote your book? Well, Cook With Positivity has a Cook On With Positivity book club where we read author's work, have a discussion, and give you publicity right here on Cook With Positivity. So be sure to send us the title. And any discount codes that you can offer. And we'll be sure to read and give you guys a review if asked. Or you can always buy a promotional spot right here on Cooking with Positivity where we promote your book. Hey, CWP
1: family, we love you and we want to make sure that you are taking care of not only yourself, but your family, too. With Assure
0: for Life, you can do just that by obtaining funeral assistance. You can insure up to seven people,
1: family, friends, and loved ones alike. So be sure to hit me up and find out more about these amazing plans, dial eight hundred five one seven one two four five, ensuring that your family and friends are positively taken care of.
0: Are you looking to take an adventure without leaving your home? Do you need to get out of the doghouse or spruce up your website? It may be time for you to check out Zakia McCoy, the author, with tons of books on Amazon, from fiction to cookbooks, also providing editing services, special occasion poems, content writing, For personal emails, websites, and blogs, you can check out Zaikia McCoy on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Zaikia McCoy, the author on Facebook, and Word Lovers Welcome blog. Welcome back, guys. We are joined by entrepreneur, author, host of the podcast, Speak Up Sis, Angel Wright. Angel, how are you?
1: I am doing well. How are you doing this evening?
0: You're doing fabulous. I want to thank you Good. in advance Good. for joining us. Yes.
1: yes, thank you for having me, both of you. I tell you, it was it was a trip I had to break all kind of speeding
0: laws. Oh, no. And- oh.
1: <laughs> 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 to get oh. to you all. <laughs> Girl, now, come on now. We, we ain't got no insurance and so we ain't getting no <laughs> And we got it. We, covered.
0: we covered. <laughs> Look, yeah. can you tell the listeners about yourself? Cause I know my intro didn't do you justice.
1: Oh no! Listen, I am not big on those big old fancy introductions <laughs> and bios. I'm an in inspirational conversations. I just like to get down to the conversation. I don't do too much jaw jacking. And,
0: I like know, that. Look,
1: all that good stuff. <laughs> um, Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's it's like let's let's get to it. Um, like you said, my name is Angel Charmaine. That's my pseudonym. Um, however, I I use it as my business name as well. Um, Angel Charmaine Wright is my full name. But I just use the first and middle name. Mhm. I pretty name, very pretty name by the way. I just wanted to um, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I used to. My middle name. I don't know what it is about middle names where people don't like their middle names.
0: So yeah, well. I'm on that list. But of-
1: yeah. <laughs> <I'm laughs> my, my my name is Lisa my, my, my middle name is Deshawn. Okay. because of uh, you know um uh, I I don't want to confuse folk when I go back to my maiden name. Okay. Gotcha. So I, Lisa Deshawn you know um and I always hated my middle name and then my mother got the nerve to tell me she had a crush on a brother named Deshaun oh no (laughs) (laughs) where was my daddy at okay oh no oh goodness not really liking it and then you know it just it just grew on me you know and then I met somebody Their actually their last name was Deshaun but it was spelled differently um Yeah, and that was their last name. And I was Uh kind of feeling it. I was like, you know what, I'm kind of like feeling that, you know. But I I, I used it until Z you know, she hollered, you know, she hollered, she said, hey, anybody interested, you know, in recording on the podcast, you know, if you do well, you know, uh, for 30 days, uh, you can get your own solo show, and so that's what happened, and so that's when I chose to use my middle name as my, you know, my thing, so I get you, I got you, and I'm kind of like feeling my middle name right now, how you feeling about your middle name? I mean, right now I'm I'm loving it. It's just kind of catchy. It seems, right? Yes, that's it's mellifluous, It's like Angel Charmaine. Listen, <laughs> I, 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 girl, and it's, it's it sounds fancier than mine. Okay, okay, you okay, know, I might, to, I might have to when I see you pull your hair, say uh uh Oh Yes, so I I am I yeah. have embraced Charmaine that's and. Cool. So I go by Angel Charmaine right now as an author as well as a businesswoman. I was, I have been an educator for 20 years. I no longer teach in the traditional school system at this point. However, I'm still an educator. I'm still teaching folks every day. But I actually, my last uh, time actually teaching in a formal setting was in 2017 at the collegiate level okay, but yeah. since then i have not been in a classroom setting um, gotcha yeah me. yeah when was the last God, okay, okay right. yeah in 2017 i was uh living in vancouver washington but i was teaching in a small college in, in portland oregon my last year teaching um Students at the secondary level, uh, high school level and middle school levels was 2014. I was working with Department of Defense Education Activity. And so my last classroom was in uh, Kentucky, Fort Knox, Kentucky. And then I went. I moved to Washington State, and I was an Army Wounded Warriors advocate. And while there, I worked also as an adjunct for um, for a spell, and and that was it for me. So yeah, I've worked as an educator at the state, federal, and international of our trained teachers in um, wow. a place called Al Abu Dhabi. Yeah. So I've, I've yeah, I'm a I'm a full blown educator. <laughs>
0: Yes, you say oh, you train like, teachers. Okay. That's a that's
1: you're always an educator. You never you never stop. You know Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 in my blood. You know how some people um when they can't find something else to do with their degree or whatever, they are like, Well, I guess I'll be a teacher. No, I when I left high school by my sophomore year I was studying to be an educator. So I've been a I've been a teacher a long time. Well, that's great. <laughs> yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, good to, okay. it's good to see a lot of um, uh, us, you know, uh, you know, when our kids go to school, they see a lot of people that look like them. Right. And, um, you know, for the most part, most of them have the kids' best interest at heart. You right. Know, I would um, say for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did like Michael like said for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, and I know they can't handle every child that needs extra special attention. And mm-hmm. I wish it was good because mm-hmm. all all they need sometimes kids don't get the attention that they need at home. And then you hear a lot of kids are so successful when that when that teacher you know, uh, uh, honed in on, you know, uh, what's going on with that child. They they see the potential and, you know, and don't cast them out just because where they live and things like that um, and, and, and how they're being raised, you know, because everybody that was born, you know, has a gift and a talent. There's something that they can tap into and some people need to point that out and sometimes parents, you know, they, 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 they can't see it because they are so distracted with work, mm-hmm. especially if they're single parents. Some now, some. Mm-hmm. I have plenty of successful stories with single parents, plenty right. wonderful stories. You know, but um, when, when our kids, you know, they leave the house and they can go to school, it's beautiful for them to go into a classroom and they see somebody that looks like them and that person cares. Definitely. Right, right. I remember one year, I'm, I'm sorry, are, were you getting ready to say
0: something? No, go ahead, go ahead. No. I want to hear
1: it. I, I remember one year, um, I was I was teaching, I think I was a quarter that year in high school, and we had a program, our principal instituted, that I actually thought was a really, really good program, but it's one of those programs that everybody has to buy into. And and this is and this is a sidebar. So and okay. Yeah, I do sidebars all the time. Okay. <laughs> it's it's an educator in me. I like huh. I need I need to like build up the foundation on what I'm gonna say. You know? Um, but when we think about when we see in the news you'll see these smaller charter schools or private schools that may be all black, right? They'll say 100% of the kids are black boys in this urban setting and and all 100% did really well, they tested well, they're all going to colleges and Ivy League and why, you know, if we can do this here, why can't this be done in the major schools, right? And everybody starts going, yeah, yeah, yeah. But one thing I say is there's a huge difference in the two types of schools and the dynamic, and I'm gonna tell you it's not the kids and it's not the parents either. Because when you have an all-urban school mm-hmm. with children who have um, mothers who are on drugs, fathers who are on prisons, they have nothing at no, home, and they and and they can be successful in this school versus a regular public school. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, it's not even all the teachers in the public school. Mm-hmm. What I believe it is, is that every adult mm-hmm. in the charter or private school that those kids go to, buy into the vision and the mission of the school. Mm-hmm. Every teacher, every lunch lady, every custodian, the principal, every adult who is affiliated with that school, Mm -hmm. they buy into the vision. And if they don't, the principal usually lets them go. Because they have that kind of autonomy in that space. So, and the people who who are working at that school, they Mm -hmm. know what they're walking into and that's what they want. They have a desire to be there. They're not arguing with the principal fighting with other teachers they're not you know this kid is good and this kid is bad no they're all getting kids who were were at the bottom and they all believe that they can all be successful and every adult buys into it now why did I bring that up because in the regular public school one yeah. of the things we, uh, uh, our principal, she tried to implement this particular year was like teachers and adults as advisors in the school. And when you said that every child should have, you know, should at least have an adult, here's, I mean, a teacher, here's the thing, every adult in the school, whether it's a custodian, a secretary, a vice principal, assistant principal, a counselor, the lunchroom ladies, Every kid in the school should have at least one adult mm. in the school that they call an advisor or someone who loves them and that they can go to. And and a part of the problem is that the expectation is that you know if a teacher has 30 kids, she should just be able to work with all 30 of them. And the truth is is that sometimes personalities don't match. Some kids learn well from a teacher, but they don't really like the teacher. You know, sometimes, I mean, it's just the truth. Sometimes the the personalities clash and things like that. But I had a lot of kids in my class. I didn't teach. They were other people's students. But the kids worked well with me. So I worked with their teachers when they were in that class cutting up. Those teachers knew that those are my babies. Right. <laughs> and so, although I didn't teach them the subject, uh, the content, they, they, it was almost like I was their advisor.
0: You were their teacher, right? regardless.
1: Yeah, they were, I was their teacher. And so, so, I was willing to take on that role for those kids. The problem is, with public schools, with all of the bureaucracy of it, You've got teachers who are not willing to do that. You've got adults in the school who are just trying to get a paycheck or they're just tired. They're just worn out. You know, or whatever the issues may be, it's not that they don't love the kids, but life. And so, you know, some people just aren't willing. They're like, I'm here to teach math and that's all I want to do. (laughs) <laughs> but when you go back to those those like I said, those small charter or privates with a hundred percent all black males, all living in poverty, all in the urban setting, and then you're like, "How do they do it? They do it because all of the adults buy into what the vision and the mission is, and they all go to work every day with with the same desire to see all of those kids succeed by any means necessary. Public schools are not like
0: that. Oh, definitely. Mm. And I, I've being a child who has gone her whole life in public school, mm-hmm. I know those those teachers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. I've identified those teachers. That yeah, just yeah, came yeah. for a paycheck. It was just like, Oh yeah. This is just another day uh-huh. here. But there are those memorable teachers or educators okay. that right. I remember right. that had an impact on my life.
1: That's what I'm talking about, you know, because my daughter, she went to, my baby girl, she went to the School of the Arts, and um, she went to East Bay Arts, mm-hmm. um, Hayward, California, so I identify what you're, what you're saying, um, and it was a weird situation going on, you know, um, the teacher was doing some really weird stuff and mm-hmm. you know what the principal was back in her, Ill- I tell you, I went through some stuff, <laughs> talking to the principal, talking to the vice principal. Now the, now the principal, she was, um, Caucasian, the mm-hmm. vice, principal was black African American or whatever we're calling ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they say, I'm not African, so whatever we call on ourselves, brown skin, that's what I'm talking about. She was, mm-hmm. she looked like that. And then, um, you know, and then it was it was some of the staff that was siding with this teacher's behavior, which was just ridiculous, okay? Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. And I had a conversation with this teacher because she, it, look, I don't want to say the wrong things on, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But this, this, this teacher, she was. Um, it was well known that she was um, a lesbian. Okay. Okay. And I'm gonna say I don't have anything against people. Your lifestyle is your lifestyle. That's your business. Right. I'm I'm gonna treat you like a human being. Right. But my thing is that I don't agree with you pushing your agenda in the classroom. Mm. I don't I don't agree with that. Gotcha i don't I don't agree with that situation. And it was so funny because every you know, like I said, the principal, the vice principal, and some of the staff, they were, you know, uh, they were siding with her behavior, which was just over the top. It was several parents that were concerned. Several parents had conversations with the principal about this teacher and all that stuff. It was crazy. It was real crazy. But I had a conversation with her, and uh, the, the Heffler hung up on me. Yeah, I'm gonna call her Heffler. She hung up <laughs> on me <laughs> because I wanted some answers. Don't, don't. It's one thing, you know what? About women, don't mess with your, your they mama and my babies don't oh, mess yeah. with my mom and my babies okay right that part <laughs> like, don't do it you know but it, it, it i i get that i get that and i don't want to get off into it but it but she didn't she wasn't um extended the invitation to come teach the following semester that's all mm. i was.
0: oh wow Okay. Yeah,
1: and, that, and that's the thing about education is you got all sorts of people who are in the classroom. You've got, um, you know, very, very intelligent people who are teachers. you got people who, are, who just have wonderful personalities. You've got uh, people yeah. who are really good with the kids. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to get a hodgepodge. But when we're right. looking at, at successful students who are not right. just getting the lesson, but uh, you know, the academic lessons, but who are also well-prepared for after um, the schoolhouse, they usually yes. have a staff and a mm-hmm. faculty and administrative team who right. all share the mm-hmm. same vision and mission right. for the school and yep. the kids. They had all kind of flyers promoting... Um, homosexuality and and like i said i don't have anything to get i don't look that's your business i i'm a human being just like whatever lifestyle they're human beings i mean i have family members that you know they they they're married to, to to the same sex you know i don't have any problem with that that's that's their business okay period but when it comes to you trusting and pushing that on your students your teenage students that's a problem and then when the staff is fighting with them that's a problem because every every household doesn't raise their children in that aspect some people raise their children as you know a fa- family structure being a man and a woman that that could be foreign to children. I think that they're too. I don't think that they're too young, but I think that it should be the parents' responsibility to share that and whatnot. It's not the teacher's thing to push this agenda on them. You yeah. have yeah, the beauty. The beauty of all of this. On uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna keep it nice and positive yeah. on positivity. The beauty yeah. is <laughs> now we got. All these children at home their mamas and daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Some of the mamas, some of the mamas. <laughs> hey, mama. Mama, come on. I know y'all. Some of them is mad. Some of them, some of them is, you know, frustrated and whatnot. But come on, mamas, pull up. Come on, mamas and daddies, put, pull up. You know. Yes. Switch off. It may. Guys might have different shifts. The dad might be able to, you know, okay, I'm I'm doing the got the kids today, and the you know share yeah. the responsibility. But we all are in this together. Yes, yes. Let's, let's yes. not fall off when it comes to our children's education. That's right. That's right. So I say, you know, at this point, COVID is doing what it's doing. Yeah. And um, I I just think that our academic System, our school system is going to shift permanently okay. because of this. I, I really do. And so uh, I, 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 I think parents are going to get a lot more time mm-hmm. with their babies at the house. And, and they're going to get a lot more time and they're going to learn a lot more because I know that concerned parents. Because when my baby was in school, she was asking me all these kind of questions or whatnot. Now, I'm, I, well, maybe I shouldn't tell my age, but my baby asked me questions that I didn't know. I was like, ooh, wow, ooh, I got on the internet and found out. Now, that's what you can do. Now, you ain't got to look stupid gone and go on to YouTube <laughs> university or some somewhere and find out that ass says, Oh baby, this is what the answer is, okay, you know and, and I'm sure that parents are being educated they're learning they, 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 they look they getting a they getting a uh, fair share
0: being so a, being sure. one of those parents, I can definitely tell you I, I am being reeducated on some stuff. Okay. That I thought I left. Okay. In did,
1: school. Because look, did you, did you look, it was this teacher on um on TikTok, and she was doing some math, and I I was pretty good at doing the math, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, she did some stuff. I was like, oh, well, uh, uh, I forgot. Uh, you lose what you what you don't use.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> you, you lose it. So I commend you, mothers that are at home homeschooling your babies. That's huge. That's a big thing. And you know what? We should have been doing that from gate anyway.
0: Yeah, that's
1: a- Who, is a better Who is a better teacher than the parents? If you have, a t- of course, if you if you got a if you got a career, you got to send the children to school. But if you got it going on at home and you got your own business, you, you you you're balling. Look, the best thing is to educate our own children. Cause who? I mean, come on. We get, this this conversation can go so deep as far as the <laughs> yes test and, the, and, and the and the and the B I T C H test. I know you know about that, educator. Who? I know you know B I T C H test. No, I don't know what the B I T C H test is. What is that? Oh, so the, the, the bit we can can we? I, I don't know if just I just let it on. go.
0: Just let it go. Go okay. ahead. Go for it. So
1: the bit, <laughs> test the bitch test is more um for um black folks because it asks more you know it asks questions that we are more um familiar with now the iq how they fail is because they asked all these old stupid ass questions <laughs> did i say that
2: yes you did
1: <laughs> okay so okay so listen what black household has um, a tea service where where a child can identify? And this is one of the questions I heard on the IQ test, and I, I probably have to go back whatever. What is a um, saucer?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When was the last time you seen a saucer? Like, I, I right. Before, 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 I, 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 I moved, I moved two years ago to Oakland. And I bought a, I bought a, um, you know, a, a, you know, a set, dinner set, dinette, not dinette set, but, you know, the, the, the plates and whatnot, you know, Uh what you call that, you know, the, the, the dinnerware, okay. Uh Um, It didn't come with a saucer. Remember the saucers that you put your teacups on? Yeah. Okay. So they asking all these kind of questions that, of course, black children aren't, Familiar with, and they and, and and we fail. But if they take the bitch test and you, and you have a have a Caucasian kid take the bitch test, they wouldn't even. Okay, know so I, I have to ask. Look at <laughs> what does the B I T C H stand for? Look, look what do those us. letters? We, we not gonna go in. We not gonna go into it because we ain't got enough time on the show. Look it up. <laughs> no, okay. I, I definitely will. because I, I want to know why. That to me, I don't understand why. Um, a, a general test for an IQ test would be called an IQ te- test, test on intelligence quota, right? A quotient yeah. test, or whatever that Q stands for. And then the one that is for is BITCH. That that I don't even, yeah. I don't even see I mean. why it's coming. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna check that out because <laughs> I have never heard of a BITCH test. That no. is an official test. I, I haven't, I haven't. I haven't heard, I didn't hear of it. Man, it was like, when it, when I heard about it, let me see, probably about five, six years
0: ago, I was like, what? Now, it, B-I-T-C-H stands for Black Intelligence Test Cultural Homogeneity. That's what it stands for? That's what it stands for. <laughs>
1: okay, so, so the test that we're going to give yeah, black people we're gonna call it the the Uh uh and that's and we okay with that? Oh, okay. Okay, I'm all I'm all, right, right. I'm well this is. That. I'm gonna keep it on because I don't even understand. To... Cool. Listen And then the question that they ask on people and they say, Oh well black black black, you know, we 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 failing on the IO oh, they got a lot low
0: IQ. Well this, okay. This is awareness week here at Cook with Positivity, so we have just become aware. Of oh, the B I T C H set, and yeah. we have become aware of what it stands for.
1: Uh, so now Jesus that we're aware, they are fine. They are out of pocket.
0: We need, we need <laughs> to speak on that.
1: To some positivity. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm going to. If, if it's okay to reserve my time. created it, why it was created, why it's named that, what it's used for, I don't know. So, I'm, I'm going to ask that the, that the madam of this conversation allow me to reserve my time.
0: Yeah, we will definitely <laughs> be time. reserving. We're going we gonna to move on, because we've become aware, and now we're going to react accordingly at a later date. Thank you. So, so let's, let's move on. Now... <laughs> We know that you are also the host of a podcast, Speak Up Sis. How did that come about?
1: Speak Up Sis podcast was born um, as a new space. So Speak Up Sis LLC is my company. It is an empowerment company where we create spaces for people to acknowledge, own, embrace, the truth of their lives, so they can open up their mouths and share their testimonies in order to inspire the testimonies of others. And so the podcast is another space that mm-hmm. was created in order to do that. So Speak Up To podcast allows everyday women and men to share their stories in order to inspire the stories of others. Um, uh, let's see, January Six, I believe, was our one year anniversary, it was either the 4th or the 6th, or whatever the first Monday <laughs> of 2020 was, that was our first official uh, podcast episode, I think it was January 6th.
0: I believe it was the 6th as well, uh, I was online, yeah, I believe it was the 6th.
1: Yeah, so we are officially a year old now,
0: congratulations and first- again,
1: thank you, <laughs> So when we started, it was really just one-on-ones. I would have conversations with one other person. Um, In this new year, we shifted a little bit and created segments. So every Monday, uh, we release a new episode, but each Monday is a different segment. So the first Monday is now Blue Flame, which is our panel discussion and I invite different people to have conversations about trending topics or issues that are relevant, you know, in that moment or, you know, really hot topics. The second Monday is Two Up the Needs Fit Out the Bones. That's like about a 15 minute or less uh, talk from me. It's a solo episode where I'm just sort of sharing some words of wisdom and then our third Monday is one-on-one with Angel. That's the traditional, you know, conversational interviews that I was doing all last year. Well, that's been reserved for third Mondays. And then the fourth Monday is uh, currently we've got Nappy Pat Talks. I am she's piloting that for me. I'm looking at creating that space for people who don't necessarily want to create their own podcast. But they have a platform. There's something they want to say, and they want a space to do it in. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at allowing that fourth Monday to let other people have that day to, okay. you know, for whatever their platform is, right? Mm-hmm. So we're, I'm piloting that with her to see how that works and how it flows and all that kind of stuff. But that is that is because it's podcast, and I just want to say for anyone listening. The sis is me. I have a lot of men <laughs> who are like I would listen to your podcast, but that's because you know, they they automatically think, Oh, that's that's some woman bashing man. That was thing. gonna
0: be my next question because <laughs> <It's> we <hot. laughs> we as a full female host staff. Mm-hmm. Here at Cooking with Positivity, we get a lot of that that energy where we don't get guys who want to come on and join the discussion all the time because they mm-hmm. feel like it's just a woman-bashing situation, a male-bashing right, situation. Yeah. And it's not. It's just we've okay. created a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. The, so
1: And what's crazy is, probably
0: half the episodes are men. Yeah, and I've I've noticed that about your podcast for sure. And when I first started out, listen, when I first started out, I got two guys that were willing to come on an interview Mm -hmm. with me. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And these are masculine men, these are head of their household, all of that. And I was like, it's not It's not a forum just for women. So come on. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you guys can listen. Because my, yeah. my brother was like, cooking with positivity. I ain't cooking no food. And I was like, it's <laughs> not a cooking. It's, <laughs> it's a, okay. It's, <laughs> it's a podcast. Okay, I'll tell you, it took me a minute to
1: listen to you all's podcast. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, they talking about food. I really want to see somebody talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> because it says cooking. So that's what I thought. And then, but I think, I don't know what happened. I don't know if you reached out or you said something or you just, I don't know what it was. So I was like, oh, just listen to it. I was like, oh, it's actually, they've got all sorts of things that's just kind of going on. But I guess the cooking is because one of you is an actual chef or a cook. I'm a caterer. And so
2: that's,
1: yes. <laughs> that's a caterer. So that's kind of the heart of it. But it's built out of that, but there's so much that you're doing. So once I saw, once I actually listened to the podcast, I was like, oh, okay, this, yeah, this isn't, this isn't a, a cooking show. And even with Speak Up Sis, I had to tell people, I'm sis.
0: Yes. You know,
1: exactly. when I, I, I resigned from, when I resigned from my job, um, my career, uh, I heard the Lord say to me, it's time for you open up your mouth and speak up so I'm sis I am speaking up and I create spaces to give other people space opportunity permission to do the same so speak up sis is me not, not you or other people and so once people get that they're like oh okay but what I do I build relationships outside of the podcast so people know me and so the men who are on who come on They know me, they know the podcast is not about just an all woman thing. Right. And so I don't have, I really don't have issues. And then the men who support Speak Up Sis, I'm going to tell you, the men support me more than the women. I'm going to just keep it 100. Wow. The men, they they shout me out, they share everything, they tell people about everything. Um, Even my books, I have men who buy multiple books and give the books to. So who
0: they giving the books to? But they are <laughs> giving them to somebody. To
1: somebody. <laughs> and they read the books. I have men who will message me like, you know, this like man one, I want to choke somebody. You know, I can't believe this or whatever. I've had men to read the book and say, you know, my first one was like, this isn't just for women. I I got I got this stuff from this as well. So it's wild that men think. That's is about women, mm-hmm. but when they tap in, they appreciate the platform more than the women do, which is
0: wow. so odd. Do you know? <laughs> you know what's funny? We just interviewed uh, an author,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he's a he's an urban author, mm-hmm. but he says that he gets more he gets more support from uh, male authors or uh, fellow male authors he doesn't get a lot of support from female authors
1: mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about and here we go because anytime we talk about us <laughs> we can talk about everybody else and mm-hmm. it's amen sister girl right. but anytime we talk about women especially black women they come for the judge but I'm going to tell you I listen, I like that. <laughs> listen, I, I'm fighting with, I'm fighting with, the, with, with, the words. So don't come from me now. But I'm just gonna tell. I'm, this is my thing. I don't know what it is, but women, many women, not all, but many of us feel like we're in competition with everybody. Oh yeah. We're not just in competition. It's like anything we're doing. It's like if I'm writing a book. Yeah. I'm not supporting your book cuz because I don't want mm-hmm. my readers reading your stuff because that may, that might make them not want to read my stuff anymore. Or uh, I'm not going to talk about your business cuz I don't want I don't want the potential of my customers spending their money with you talk okay. about me. And so, to me, Mm -hmm. it just demonstrates the insecurity that you have in your own brand. And you're you're (laughs) not as confident as Mm -hmm. as you're trying to portray if you think that by, you know, helping, promoting another entrepreneur, another author, another, you know, whomever, that somehow that's going to be the demise of your business. And to me, that says you don't even believe. And the strength of your brand and that's
0: an issue talk about that huh. you know and that that's why cooking with positivity was created not only for myself but I felt like we needed positive energy not only in the entrepreneurial space but it was a way for me to spread a positive message across the board I right. can reach multiple people in multiple households and different, you know, atmospheres. Cause everybody listens to podcasts. So yeah, your moms now, listen now, to podcasts, now. entrepreneurs listen to podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was a way for me to bring all of that together as well as all of my business catering and writing and, you know, all of that in one space and be positive, and I can lend my platform to others who are trying to do it, Mm
1: -hmm. and try to figure
0: out how to do this thing. Exactly.
1: That's what I like about your podcast. Once I started this, I was listening today, um, my son son and I were listening, and um, I was like, this is kind of like, you know, there's a little bit, you got the story time, you got some, some little nuggets in there. But it's filled with the promotion of other places, other products, other services, and things like that. And I think that that is really cool. And it, you know, it to me it aligns with what Speak Up Sis is, is all about. I have been allowed by by the Lord to create a business that is a platform. For other people, yes. Every the podcast, it bring you know, it gives me an opportunity to allow other people. I don't sit on my podcast and talk about myself. <laughs> if, if you listen to it, you don't hear me talking about me. You know, I'm not sharing all about Angel. I created space for other people to talk about themselves. The the bookshelf is not. I have books, but I don't promote my books on my bookshelf. It is for <laughs> other Christian authors you know what I'm saying even the talk show is space for other people to be seen that allows me to create spaces in order to support the kingdom visions of other people and I'm gonna tell you what's crazy about that people don't trust that
0: no they don't
1: <laughs> they don't they've been they've been so crazy <laughs> to me and I and I'm gonna say this and some people might not, you know, they might not agree, but I'm gonna say they don't trust it from Black women because mm-hmm. it's not that we don't trust everybody. No, because if you think about, if you think about charities and uh, 501c3s and all these things like that, you'll have people who are not Black women who ask for money. We throw the money at them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like don't know what they doing with it, and don't ask no questions, and don't care. But but as soon as like we, I don't know why we have issues with trusting black women to be charitable, <laughs> to be you know honest with. money. It, it is it is so wild to me. And so here I am creating a space.
2: Mm -hmm. And when
1: I first started, everything was, everything was free. It's like people don't value that. They're looking like, no, she wants something. She's trying to keep something. (laughs) I can't trust her. She's trying to take something from me. Right. Right. And and I'm like, this is insane. Mm -hmm. I literally, God gave me a vision for people to create for other people what I needed for myself. And that is exactly what I did, create a platform to help other people the way I needed. And I'm like, "Oh, ain't coming. She's <laughs> not coming to us. She's not. So the rest of us, there are some of us who are actually out here trying to create spaces to yes. help the yes. rest of us. But the right. rest of us don't trust
2: nope.
0: us. Oh, no.
1: You are insane right. to me. You are absolutely right. We deal with
0: that every day here. At <laughs> Cooking with positivity. Look. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. I'm
0: literally you know. giving away promotional like ways for you to promote your business. Yes, yes. And yes, they're yes. like they don't want to fool with us. Exactly. Oh, they rather go pay this one, or they rather go over here and uh-huh. do it over here. And that's I, I respect it. Look, you do whatever <laughs> what you, you need to do for you. <laughs>
1: I, I don't, I don't understand that. <laughs> you, know, you
0: do whatever you I'm need saying, to do so, for you. So, so
1: for real. I'm gonna keep it one hundred. I don't understand it. <laughs> why we don't we want to build one another up like other ethnic backgrounds have and are doing? Why don't we want to work together? It's not a competition. I love you. I love what you do. I can't do I'm I i can not do everything you do. Okay? okay? I may need your expertise. You understand? Yeah. We work together, yeah. and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Why can't we work together? You know, they, I mean, there's so many, there's so many businesses that are open with the owners that look like us, but we rather mm-hmm. go to other people. We rather yeah. we'd rather go to and spend our money with other people that don't even look like us, don't right. even like us, all they care about is the dollar. Why don't we build our own skills up? Why? Then I'm sure there are some people who are far smarter than me, who could come up with a gazillion reasons. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm it you, sis. I I, I don't understand okay. it, and I'm gonna say it's valid. I don't know. I, I don't know. All I but I do know most of the stuff I hear is a bunch of BS. <laughs> but, but you know what, what, one of the things I hear a lot is like, not a lot, but I will hear some women say, I don't know about these women who say that we don't work with others because, because I work with a lot of black women and I'm like, in a clip you do, yeah mm. in the clip you do, yeah, yeah, you do, because, because all, because you're all in the same organization, sorority, right. whatever. You grew up together, whatever, whatever. So, yeah, you support the people in in a circle, right, in that bubble. Mm -hmm. But why we got to be in a bubble for that? I believe that God strategically and divinely places people in your space Mm -hmm. to help you, you know, uh, 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 access your purpose and to work that thing out in your life, and I right. think a lot of times we we sit miserable because we refuse to work with the people that God sent to us to work with
0: us. Well, I work with all and of them. So look, big, look at Lisa; she's all know? the way in California, and I'm all the way in Virginia, yes. so we didn't figure this thing out.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, I'm not. I won't work. I I ain't doing. I but I'm gonna tell you. I, I say, okay, that's fine, but one thing I know, uh, there's there are never hard feelings. I have learned to just let people know what it is that I do. I offer the services
0: and let they can them either play. take
1: it yep. or they can leave it. You know, they can take it or they can leave it. And, mm-hmm. and and it's not bitterness if they leave it, it's not anger, it's not frustration because what I know is that I know you You need what I have to offer. Right. I mean, I know that. You're right. Period. And so when you're ready, when you realize that I'm not trying to hurt you, when you realize I'm not trying to take anything from you, when right. you realize that, that I'm one of the people that, who's supposed to be connected to you, I'm not trying to attach myself to you and suck the life out of you, but I'm right. trying to connect to you and add to your life, you'll come back. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That part. And then the thing about it is, is that I'm going to, I'm going to treat you with the same love and kindness as yeah. when you rejected it the first
0: time. Exactly. Time. And I'm not going to say time. I told you so. I'm not no going to say none of that. No. Right. I'm just no. going to give you the love that and time. the positive energy that you came here for. Yep. That's all. Exactly. <laughs> but
1: that takes healing. That takes time. That takes a lot because I i can't even front and say I've always been like that. That would be a lot. You know? <laughs> right. That would be a big lie. But I can say at this point in the journey because mm-hmm. I know who I am, I know whose I am, I know what it is that I've been placed here to do and I believe in that vision. So even if someone says no, I, I, I you know, I, nope, nope, I don't want that, I don't, you know, even though they're thinking, I don't trust that, they're just yes. saying, oh, no, I don't need that. Well, you wouldn't be talking to me if you didn't need it. Exactly. So, clearly, you do, <laughs> right? Clear, clearly, you you wouldn't have dm me or inbox or whatever. Clearly, you right. need what I have to offer. But for whatever reason, you're not ready to access it, that's fine. You know, I know what Speak Up this is about, and I know that is valuable. And so I'm okay with letting people walk away. And if they never come back, that just means they were not supposed to be connected to me and my vision and that is okay.
0: And that is a beautiful that is a beautiful way to put it, that.
1: It is. It is. Cuz
0: you, you know most people don't get to that point in life. Right where they're able to have that understanding of not only themselves, but of their worth and what they're bringing to other people's lives.
1: Right. Oh, even yeah. with dating, I, I'm right now. I've been, I've been asking it now, probably about two and a half, three years almost. Ooh. And, um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just decided to get back into the whole, you know, I'm a, I'm a date thing or whatever, and these jokers is having a hard time. I am. With <laughs> an angel, they like hold on a minute. And my well, thing is this: you don't have to change. Right. You can want your woman to fifty-fifty everything, but I'm telling you, I'm not to 50-50 everything. <laughs> so, hmm. <laughs> so it's okay if you keep. Moving. And my thing is, but you want to argue? Why are you arguing? I'm just not the woman for you. See, the problem is, they know who you are. They know your worth. They know what your value is, and they do want you. They just don't want to meet the standard. So here's my thing: there's no need to be angry with me because I'm not going fifty-fifty with you. Right. You just need to understand. I'm not supposed to be divinely connected to you. So you can move on with no hard feelings. <laughs> right. Did okay, <laughs> I ask this question? Okay. When I have fifty fifty with you, what what is that what is what does that mean? So the, um, I I I grew up pretty old fashioned. Okay um, in my life, my granddaddy, my uncles, my dads, the men who raised me, they took care of their families. Okay. And right. and some of the women were, some of them didn't, mm-hmm. but it was never, um, we're well, we going to go buy this house and then, you know, you need to bring me 50, 50, 50, 50% of this mortgage and then I'm going to put up 50% and we're going to go half on it. No, I wasn't raised like that, and so for me, I prefer to. I prefer to be in a relationship with a man, who wants to take care of me and his family. Whether I can help him, that's not the issue. I work, always work, and, and you know, when I was married, I actually made more. I've made more money than. And all the men I've ever dated, I've always made more money. It's not been about that. The issue that I have with men, it's a, it's a mindset with, a, with with many people nowadays. And I even teach my sons, don't take a girl out on a date that you don't want to spend your money on. It's not that you have to do it. It's mm-hmm. that you have a desire to do it. I have a 20-year-old. And he went when he went out on a date with a young lady one time and he came, called me mom. I spent $100 already to eat or whatever, and I didn't even get a kiss. And I told him right then, I said, hold on a second, son. Mm-hmm. I said, first thing you need to understand is that just because you spent $100 on her doesn't mean she don't owe you nothing. She don't owe you nothing but a thank you. She don't have to give you nothing, a kiss, or nothing else. All she owes you is Thank you. But here's what you need to understand. This is what I told my, my son. Mm-hmm. I said, What you need to understand is the next time you shouldn't take a girl out that you wouldn't want to spend $100 on, even if she didn't give you anything in return.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. That, Period. That's a beautiful you thing. Should, <laughs> you
1: should want, you should like her enough to say, I want you to know that I want to do this for you, that I'm able to do this for you, that I I have a desire to do this for you. If you, you know, I know you can do it for yourself, or maybe you can't, but I like you enough that I want to take you out and spend this money on you. Here's the thing. Stop stop, stop asking people out that you don't really want to – you, you don't really want to, you, you don't really see yourself spending the rest of your life with. You don't see yourself even going, being with next month. Stop taking them out. Stop <laughs> going out on dates with people that you really don't like just because you want to kneel. I mean, that see, that's the bigger issue is it's not about me helping my man. It's about going into the situation with a mindset of she got to help. No, 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 no. <laughs> mm-hmm. I believe a man oh, should be able to take care of his family mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh you know I, I, I heard this comedian I, and I'm not, I'm not going to say his name on the podcast it, it's one of my <laughs> favorites Ooh, one of my <laughs> favorites but he, if you don't have um, I, I can't rattle off the number he said but he said if you don't have this amount of money in your bank account or in your pocket you don't need to take care no one okay, okay. And and you can Google it and find out who said that. Okay, it's one of my favorites. I think he said uh-huh. oh, I'm saying the locus. Yeah. cast me out. But <laughs> yeah. And and you know what? I'm like, okay, I'm with that. I'm with that. And I and I get everything I get everything that you say. I get everything. And few, last year I was um I followed Michael Bateson and I Opportunity to call in and be on the show. One of the questions was, would you pay for a vacation? Um, you know, would you pay for a whole vacation for your mate? You know, you guys would mm-hmm. pay for the whole thing. And a lot of women say, yeah, they would. But mm-hmm. it, it wasn't. It was an aspect of, um, you know, uh, you guys have been dating for a while. Say, so, oh yeah, come on, let's go to Hawaii. It's all me. You know, and a lot of women, you know, said, yeah, a lot of women said no, you know. Right. Um, but I, but I, I definitely get what you're saying, you know, because my grandfather, he took care of his family. Mm-hmm. You know? he, took, he, took care of, he took care of his wife and he took care of his children. Well, like I said, I was married
2: and
1: mm-hmm. I didn't, I, I worked because I like working, you know, but even when I gave, when I got pregnant with my twins and gave birth to them, and they were preemies, um, you know, I stayed home. My husband was like, "You stay home with the babies." You know, we had a three-year-old and two newborns, and it's like, and he worked and he went and picked up a second job. That I know And I stayed home with the kids. Now, now here's the thing. Nowadays, and here's the mentality: when you uh-huh. go into the thing with everything got to be 50-50, then then you find yourself in a situation with a man who is, you know, who is, if that's the expectation at the beginning, uh if that's the expectation at the beginning, oftentimes, that is going to be the expectation throughout. And here's the thing. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm saying that's not what I want. <laughs> so, so, that's fine. He, now let me you ask you the question. Mm-hmm. So, do you do you think that? Okay, so what, how do you feel about not not a marriage, but okay, let's let's take together. I don't. I don't believe in cohabitating, but mm-hmm. if if it's if, if the it. I did at one point. So let me say that. Let me clear that up. I finished at one point. Did when you did, Mm -hmm. um, because marriage is a big thing. I don't I don't I'm not not against cohabitating. Mm -hmm. But when you cohabitate, is that 50-50, or is that the man should take care of you? And, And here's the thing. I'm not saying that the man should take care of me that's, that's, that's not what I'm saying okay. and, I, and I think when when you when a person stands against the, the idea of 50-50 the uh-huh. assumption is that one or the other person right. wants somebody to take care of them and I, and that's not what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, however when mm-hmm. I did, cause I, did check, I did it too uh, before okay. my husband and I got married we lived together Right. and um and even then nothing was 50 nothing was 5050 I I guess I don't like the idea of percentages okay because if we're together like things get done you know it, it, just, it wasn't just... a percentage and we and we did live together and I he spent a larger percentage of the money he earned from work in our household than I did. And I made the most money. Okay. I, I believe, so when we when we look at it, I probably spent more money because I made more money. Mm-hmm. But the percentage of what he spent is mm-hmm. far greater. Because he pretty much spent all his money on, gotcha. on our family. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so if you start talking 50-50 now because, because what I make, you might, your 100% might not, it might be my 50. <laughs> so if right. you still want it to be 50 because if we're going to do 50 you need to give me a whole check, especially yeah. if I'm making more money than you. Right, that's so see, it here. it's a, That's what all I'm saying is I don't mm-hmm. like the mindset of, you know, I I am not gonna be doing it. You gonna have to come in. Ha- no, if and you yeah. are a man, and because and here I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a straight up Jesus girl, and I'm just okay. gonna I'm just gonna say that I'm a Jesus girl to the cows come home. Not a traditional okay. Jesus girl. Not, not you know, but but I definitely am a God girl, and so for me, I stand on on what God's word says, and and even beyond God's word, even people who are not you know Christians, they you still have people who believe that women want men who can protect, who can provide. Yeah. yeah, respect. Oh, I understand that, that, that doesn't have anything to do with any religious background. I think that, that that's is, what I'm saying. So I, I believe, I believe, women, and then yes, we want that. And so I believe even when a woman, you know, is is a thousandaire or a millionaire, mm-hmm. when she is dealing with a man, she wants him to want. To take care of her, to want her mm-hmm. to be safe, to want her, you know, want to make yeah. sure she's good, and those okay. kind of things. And I, and I just think it's a mindset mm-hmm. that I'm that I stand against um, when it comes to this new age. And, and and I think that all the, you know, all these different role reversals and the women mm-hmm. doing this in a way, you know, the women, we want these kind of men. But at the same time, we want to be these kind of women. And, and you you know, you got all these I, N, T, E, B, you know what I'm saying? And then at the same time, you right. want right. him to be strong and sturdy. But, you know, there's a whole mindset that comes along with an independent a fiercely independent woman. You're saying you want this strong alpha man, but right. then you just, you know, you're just fiercely independent woman. Let me tell you, you're from the heads. It, it just is what it I, is. I, I agree. I agree. I will. You know, I mean, at I, some point, it's like, okay, you want him to, to come in and, and, and be this manly man you saw in the movies. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, to
1: come move. on it's let's love. keep it real <laughs> that's what you want but at the same time he can't open no doors cause that's too you know that's old fashioned
2: okay. you know
1: you don't you don't need him to pay for your meal cause you got enough money on your own you don't mm-hmm. need him to do this cause you got it you don't need oh okay then okay then sis okay I, I, I mean come <laughs> on so then we end up with these men who like
0: they don't want to do that. Oh, yeah. And I've I I come like across them. a few of them. Uh, I they know, don't feel like they gotta do nothing. <laughs> and that. And that's know? a problem for me because I'm an independent woman, but I'm not that woman that doesn't want you to open the door or doesn't okay. want you to pick up the tab when we go out, especially when you invite hey. me out. That's not... Mm-hmm but that goes back to how I was raised my father made sure even though he was out here doing what he do in other women's lives he taught me what to expect from a man and it's just those small little things just like you just said, just opening the door those are red flags to me in any relationship that I'm in yeah. because if you can't open the door, how do I know if stuff go down, you'll be able to protect me or have my back outside of that. It goes so much further than just holding the door open.
1: And I'm not saying that a woman can't be um, able to take care of herself. You know, when we start using a lot of these terms, we use them so loosely. So and I'm not saying that women she can't be independent in terms of earning her own money, you know, having her own thing. No, just being I, able I, to
0: take care of yourself <laughs> and your family when, yeah. when well, someone else can. That's,
1: that's being an
0: adult. Yes.
1: You know what I'm saying? So I have no issues with that. I'm talking about the fiercely, um, you know... Independent, where you don't need nothing to nobody. Yes. and nobody, and that whole um, idea and that whole mentality, I just, I personally stand against it, and I, I can say that because I used to be fiercely independent. I used to be her. <laughs> I know <laughs> that. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and so, and I know it's just unhealthy. And when you when you look at why you're like that, and you actually have to deal with. What, what got you to that place, oh, now that's when you got to do the hard work of heart work, because right. that is when you realize that you got some defense mechanisms that that you picked up along the way. That stuff ain't natural. You created it, and and it's just been a part of you for so long. You know, there are lots of things that, that we just we pick up along the way, and we just adopt them as ours. And they were never ours to begin with, you know. But once you've had that thing for 20, 30, 40 years, it's hard to let it go, you know. And so now all of a sudden, you you know, you don't need nobody. You don't need no help. And you can do this and you can do that. But like I said, I'm in a place right now in my life where I know the type of man that I will marry. Because I will be married. Uh my, my husband, my children so all deceased at um, at this point. And I will remarry. Um but I'm not I'm not marrying none of this foolishness out oh, here. Right. And here's what <laughs> they can think what they wanna think. I mean, you know, a man can go look at my pictures and go, Oh, she and all that but look at think, listen, it don't matter what you think, I'm still not dating you. <laughs> so we did. <laughs>
0: Everybody. on that every, <laughs> every pot has its lid and if my <laughs> lid ain't for your pot, then keep it moving that's all that is exactly. I'm completely exactly. in agreeance with that part for sure
1: <laughs> I was just in one of uh, one of the Speak Up Sense groups today and um, I posed a question I told you my is dating streets, trying to keep it positive <laughs> and um <laughs> And I asked, is it wrong of me to expect that because of who I am and what I do, um, is it wrong of me to expect that a man who is trying to date me and get to know me, um, is it wrong for me to expect that he has at least read one of my books, been to my website, listened to an episode of my podcast, Or something. Is it wrong for me to expect that he's done that at some point? Nope. You know? And people say, you know, why should, you know, because I meet men, and I ask like, and I'm talking to them to ask me questions, and I'm thinking, you don't even know what I do. Exactly. You haven't, like, you met me, you saw me online, okay? You saw me on Facebook or somewhere or wherever I was, and you decided, I want to connect with her. I want to get to know her. And I'm like, okay, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and so we're talking or whatever, and then I realize, you don't know nothing about what I do.
0: Exactly.
1: To me, that's a that to me is a red flag. That says you don't care, because anyone who knows me, I mean, you can just listen to me talk about Speak Up Sis for two minutes, <laughs> and you know she all in in that Speak Up Sis stuff. So if you're a man who's trying to get to know me and you haven't, you know, you haven't supported anything that I do.
0: Or so even took the time God. to search it and look and yep. figure out what it is.
1: Yeah.
0: I definitely can relate yeah. to that because I I posed that question to my ex mm. recently. And you said yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, because I said I said to him, I said, you're not even invested in anything that I got going on. You don't care about anything that I got going on. Mm-hmm. He'll ask me, oh, how do you win prizes from your podcast? And I'm like, my <laughs> podcast is plastered everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: We've lived together. You've heard me record. You've actually been on one of my recordings for the podcast. But you don't know how you can win prizes. You don't know where you got to go in order to listen to an episode of Cookable Positivity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That bothers me. That lets me know you're not invested in me. You don't care about what I have going on. In exactly. life. So stop pretending. I don't like that.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And so for me, I just believe that it is okay for people to set standards for themselves. I'm not setting the standard for that's not I'm not telling a man he has like you have to do these things. No, I'm not. I'm saying this is how I operate. And if we are going to do anything together, then I'm not going to alter these standards. Exactly. I'm not changing my moral compass. I'm not changing these. Say these are foundational principle, you know, level things. I'm not changing these. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm someone who can't compromise. Of course, but there, there, the, the problem is, is that too many of us compromise foundational. Issues. Some things (laughs) you just don't move on. And for me, you know, I just feel like a a person who does not care about your vision,
0: right?
1: That's a problem. And and I think oftentimes we settle for people who don't care because they're satisfying some other need. You got some companionship. You got some company or whatever. You know, you 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 got a baritone voice on the other end of the phone at <laughs> night, you know, or whatever, and so you're like, okay, it's okay. And he, you know, I mean, it is speak up says. I mean, he doesn't want to listen to because I mean, he's a man, and you know, so I can understand that. So that to me, that's the beginning of your demise, right, right there. <laughs> right, <laughs> right there. You're already making excuses for why the man you rest of your life with doesn't care about the reason you say God
0: placed you on his earth. Right. And well, I, I definitely I mean, agree awesome. with that Lee and one hundred percent. And I've learned that throughout my relationship journey. Because I start mm-hmm. off a relationship saying I want someone to support me and what I have going on. And Mm -hmm. the question often gets posed as to what do you mean by support you? Do you mean financially? Do you mean emotionally? (laughs) Do you mean, you know, physically? Like, do you need me to do deliveries? Like, what do you mean support? So I had to break that down and, you know, clarify. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't understand what it is I'm doing. Support me in what I'm doing because this is my life. This is what I've been taken to do.
2: Yeah.
0: And a lot of the times, God, oh, you doing? He 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 called it a little radio show. Is what he he said. said (laughs) And I and I and I said, first of all, it's not a radio show. (laughs) It's a podcast. <laughs> Definition of a podcast is an internet radio or internet show, and it, so mm-hmm. that, that that was number one. That, mm, but <laughs> it let me know that you're not invested. Yeah. And how can you be invested in something and support something that you know nothing about or didn't take right. the time to learn about? I feel you. And I talk about cookable positivity everywhere I go.
1: Yeah, I see <laughs> everywhere. I'm telling you, every time I open up social media like this, yo no. so yeah, any any man who's trying to to be in your space and, and is just not concerned about what, what you love, you know, and that and, and to me as soon as soon as you say support. And not just men, but anybody, anybody, as soon as you say support and they, and the, and the first thought is, oh, how much, how, how much money you want? I automatically shut that down. I said, listen, you can keep them $2 because <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm, I'm serious as a heart attack because Ooh. to me, you just spoken what you think because you support Whatever, whatever, whatever is in you, whatever you feel on the inside, whatever your heart tells you to do. Right. You'll do it because you're like, you know what? I, I want to support her the way that I can support her. And I shouldn't have to tell you how to do that, especially when, I, when you already know we sit down, we chop it up. You already know what I'm doing. You know, I talk about it all the time then a person who wants to support you will sit back and go, how can I best, What what is it that I can do that will be beneficial for this person? Let me tell you, there, there's, a, there's a guy um, that I met, I, I didn't know this man from anybody, um, doesn't live near me or anything like that, and just... One day, just kind of connected. I think just seeing me in the speaker's spaces, and um, we just kind of started chopping it up or whatever. And just out of the blue one day, it's like you know, I just I you I see you out here helping all these people and supporting people and you know doing all these different things for other people, and I just feel like I should. I feel like I should. Find a way to support you like See? not support your business but so, because because this person's already listened to my shows and everything all these kind of things it was like he felt like he felt like he needed to do kind things for me as an individual and so um you know he he, he asked no he didn't no he didn't no he didn't I think he ordered, I think he ordered my book or something like that, and my PO box is on there. And next thing you know, like a couple of weeks later, I got this box of candies. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, what? What is this? <laughs> and so he got the PO box address from, um, from when he ordered the books, and just sent me something nice. And I was like, you don't want to do this? He was like, no. You're always doing things for other people. And I, I mean, I could do, you know, just like, I could buy things from, you know, for, the, for your business or whatever, but I just think that you need somebody to do nice things for you. See, for me, that is support. <laughs> <You understand>?
0: Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: You feel me? That is somebody saying, I don't need you to tell me what, because I, because I'm paying attention to you and I just, this is what I want to do to you, period. And you don't got to give me nothing. You don't got to do nothing, you know? And at first I was like, what you trying to give? What you yeah, give and what's your mom, agenda? You know that, right. <laughs> and to me, like, angel, no, learn how to accept. You're, you know how to give, but it is a spirit of Pride when you think that you're the only one capable of giving, right. other people give too, and you got to be able to receive. You got to get rid of that defense mechanism that came from bad childhood experiences and things, and you got to let that stuff go, and you got to learn how to accept goodness and kindness. There are other good people in this world other than you, Angel.
2: And oh, yeah. You
1: just got to trust them like other people trust you so you know what I told him okay you want to send me candy send me candy (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: right send it all look
1: yes I don't know relationship I never seen him in person a day in my life he's in a whole nother state or whatever and he's just kind you know what I'm saying and that and to me this time I don't even know when you get to sit in my face all day. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me, what kind of support I need now? Uh-uh. Listen, uh-uh. that
0: uh-uh. is a ble- that is a blessing that's been brought to your life. Accept uh-huh. it all. Look, we like them kind of blessings. Look. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean i, I
1: do I'll get candies every day or nothing like that, but you know. I thought that that was it. It was, it was just something that I would have never expected. And, right. and truth be told, some years ago, not many years ago, it's something I would not have accepted. I'd have been like, "Nah, I don't know you,"
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you probably try. You just probably working on the coochie.
0: Exactly. So
1: no, you ain't getting that.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> I I can definitely relate. I just went through something like that recently for Valentine's Mm Day. Oh, really? Yeah. And
1: listen, first, let me can I say this? I I love y'all. I love this whole um, conversational vibe here. I'm gonna tell you, I cannot, I do not like going into spaces that are stuffy and. Oh
0: no, of course. (laughs) um,
1: And I can't like take my shoes
0: off. Listen, yeah. we want you to be able to come and share and <laughs> converse openly.
1: Yes, I appreciate y'all. I'm thoroughly enjoying this space.
0: But the but the situation is similar. I have someone trying to woo me or whatever, and he was like, you know, you do all of this stuff. He was like, I know you having a Valentine's Day you know, party for you and your girlfriends. And he didn't tell me that he was going to send something. But the day before, there was a delivery at my door, and it was chocolate covered strawberries, and they were pink mm-hmm. for the theme of Valentine's Day. And right. then I received the message saying, this is for your parties, this is for you and your girlfriends just to send a token and I was just like, okay, um you know what you what you knocking at? What's going on? <laughs> because you know, we've been talking but we haven't been, you know, face to face. I'm not pandemic, I'm not no, I'm not doing none of that. And, yeah. And so for him and they were really nice. I, the strawberries, they were delicious. Mm. And I was That's just cool. like, uh <laughs> you trying to you trying to tear down my walls you trying to you know break down my defenses what's going on uh-oh well listen let me ask you
1: this do you cook at all yes okay and what's your what's your, what's your favorite <laughs> yes I, I um i actually prefer breakfast oh. um And I I can cook, and I do cook, but I will say I don't like to cook.
2: Oh. (laughs) -hmm,
1: No, I don't. I I, I have to be honest about that. And I I guess it's not that I – I probably shouldn't say I don't like to cook. I don't like cooking for my kids because my (laughs) children, like, they like basic stuff. I'm a recipe cooker. Like, Mm -hmm. I can cook the regular – you know macaroni and cheese and collard greens and all that kind. Of so I can cook that stuff because I mean I mean that's just what we grow up cooking: chicken, and pork chops and all that kind of stuff. But I, um, I actually like trying different things.
0: Oh yes, okay. Well, I like
1: recipes because I grew up eating. You know I grew up poor, so we everything was right. You know fried chicken, rice, can of string beans. You know, um, uh, hamburger meat, rice, can of pork and beans.
0: You
1: know, <laughs> pork chops, rice, you know, mixed veggies in the can. You
0: oh, know, y'all yeah, could I party up, with Lisa. Ooh, all of that rice.
1: You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm from Savannah. Originally, I'm from Savannah. Okay. So, grits and rice, like, you eat rice
0: for everything. The grains, got you, got you. Yeah, and
1: rice is for everything. So, um, so anyway, my children, I, I remember when I was there, I to say my husband, he was, a, he was, honey, he could he could cook. he cooked all the time, I didn't have to cook, because he was, he was, he was a great cook, and, um, but when we were dating, uh, and Murray, he didn't say anything at the time, but once we were married, he was like, he cooked all the time, because he was like, when we was dating, I mean so I came over, you was eating chicken and rice and some <laughs> kind of canned veggie. It's like baked chicken, fried chicken, <laughs> <laughs> rice, and a canned veggie. And it was like, but well, that's what I, I mean, that's just what I grew up doing. So, but anyway, so my children, they like basics. Mm. They don't like me to be exploring and trying. they like, mama... We just like just make regular spaghetti you know just make regular regular stuff so I don't like cooking for them because when I try new things they be like oh they
0: don't like it I so think I that's like, all oh, kids I think that's all kids though my kids, I just are, like appreciate it. My kids I are like appreciate that my kids are like that I can't explore certain stuff that I want to because it's just us three eating, and I don't want to cook a big like a meal or a recipe, and then it goes wasted because I'm the only one eating exactly. it. I get you. I, now, get I do. You.
1: Love, I do like to cook for people who appreciate yes what like what, what I'm cooking. So I when I when I went overseas, I dated a guy. Um, He's actually a Cameroonian guy. Uh, West African, Cameroonian.
2: Oh.
1: And um, so I would cook, like, my American food. Is he would devour, he would eat up my food. Sweet. And be like, oh, this is so good. And he had never had sweet tea. Ooh. Like, we cook it, like we make in the South. You know, sweet iced tea. <laughs> and he would be like, you know, <laughs> you're going to make more, more tea, more tea, you know. <laughs> I, I'm going to say I absolutely used to love cooking for him.
2: Because
1: yeah. he appreciated what I prepared for him. So I was always wanting to cook something different, cook something new, you know, whatever. So I'm not going to don't like cooking. I just don't like cooking for people who don't appreciate mm-hmm. cooking. But when I do cook, I like to cook breakfast foods. I like cooking grits. I like cooking eggs. Um, you know, I like fish and grits. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a breakfast food kind of girl. I like making pancakes. Ooh. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a breakfast pancake girl.
0: Mm-hmm. Grits was just Pec- a topic. Mm-hmm. Grits was just a topic for my Monday morning live. Um I made uh, grits, eggs and waffles. And I posed yes. the question, how do you take your grits? Because uh, in my household there's there's please a don't whole... say no sugar.
1: please don't say no sugar. Please God, We have say sugar don't
0: people, sugar we have grits. salt people, we uh, have cheese people. Uh, we have a whole we have a whole host of grit folks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, who? Hey, why? Why are we putting? This not B, Why are we putting sugar on the grits? But well, hey, yeah, it's a whole lot of um. But you know what I love to eat for breakfast? I have. Have I made this before? I don't know. I know I've eaten other people's, but I love quiche.
0: Quiche okay yes yeah now I, I, I love teach that is something I've introduced to my mother because my mother is mm-hmm. one of those people she's the basics she don't Okay. she don't like to venture out and if she does venture out it has to be forced upon her <laughs> one way or another like physically I literally had to sit on her and force an egg in her mouth <laughs> For her to try my uh, bacon cheddar deviled eggs, and now she wants them all the time. And so, <laughs> when we get to certain things, like uh, she tried, I believe she tried spaghetti with um, with vegetables or something in it, and that's something mm-hmm. that she was like she would never do, other than you know tomatoes. She's not playing yes. with no um vegetables, but she was hungry, and one of her co-workers gave her some spaghetti. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, when you're hungry, you're not really begging, you not, but you're not choosy either. So I tried it and it wasn't bad. And And I was like, you told me you would never (laughs) so so I get what you're saying about the the picky the very picky eaters.
1: Yeah. And Yeah they're it's something
0: else, but she she is one of those people who I try to introduce new things to because I'm gonna try it, I'm gonna try it once, I'm gonna try it once, yeah. Before I be like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling it, I'm gonna try it. everything
1: once, but I'm I'll try most because I'm, I'm I got a texture, she had a texture issue, a certain certain textures I just I just can't eat it, it I've
0: come across know, a lot I, of people with uh, texture issues as of late
1: yeah slimy if it's like slimy I'm I'm not gonna eat it um <laughs> if
0: it's
1: um like too mushy you know I don't like like when I go get um I go somewhere and get like uh I like buffalo wings mm. I ask people Dogs up fried or something because I tell them I don't want that loose skin.
2: Oh, I don't
1: want I hate <laughs> that loose skin on chicken. Uh-uh, I'm not fooling up with it. Or, like, I like oysters, but I like my oysters fried because I don't want no oyster on the half shell. That I got to like, see, I've,
0: I've, <laughs> I've had, I've, I would have to, we would have to go make a list of all of your textual issues and address them because I like a challenge. But when it comes to food, I feel like you got to try it at least one time. Like my brother, he doesn't eat white food. White? White food. Like if it's white, Uh like his grits have to have pepper in it. Like, okay. his, his grits have to have pepper, pepper in it, his potatoes have to have some kind of, you know, seasoning on it to change the color, because he doesn't, I, he doesn't eat white food.
1: It's just certain things, you just like, it's, I'm um,
0: just not gonna eat that, like bread pudding and stuff like
1: that, people love Oh all no, vegetables. we not gonna talk about
2: bread pudding again, though. No. <laughs> that. And Mm -hmm. I just,
0: you know what? I just made a pan of bread pudding. And I promise Lisa I'm sending her bread pudding. Mm -hmm. Because my bread pudding is. I hate
1: to have to throw away your food.
0: (laughs) Listen. And see, I feel like bread pudding gets a bad rap because everybody is used to that weird, textural, old school bread pudding. I don't make my bread Mm -hmm. pudding that way. My bread okay. pudding is more like cake, so it's not like that okay. weird pudding-y center where you got the raisins and you like, what am, yeah. what am I eating? It's not like that. That's what I try to explain to everybody, because Lisa said the same yeah. thing. She doesn't like bread pudding, and I'm on a journey. You, I, I, mm-mm,
1: mm-mm. I'm good on that, I, and it's <laughs> crazy, because it's not that I don't eat. Like salt things or whatever. It's like I said. It's the consistency of it because I love banana pudding. Um And one of my favorite dishes. I love shepherd's pie. Oh, I love see. shepherd's pie. Um, but the consistency is different though. That it's it's sometimes it's like it's that big fullness. I just can't even. I, I just, <laughs> it make my stomach hurt <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs>
0: Well, we gonna hop on another. We're gonna hop on another topic. We're gonna hop on another train because we don't want your stomach to start hurting. But I'm okay. what? I can't take
2: it no more. It no more. I'm oh. telling you. What you that? that?
0: that? That's it. Oh, I get Yeah. Now, uh, what song do you is your go to that puts you in a positive headspace? What song, if you're having oh, a bad day or whatever, you can be like, about I'm picking.
1: Anything, Anita Baker. Anita,
0: like, Anita ba- Baker oh.
1: is. That's my, like, oh, that's love. my favorite female singer. Yes. Period. Like, okay. I mean, anything. Period. Yeah. I love you just because. Oh, wow. I, I can't sing now, but. <laughs> <laughs> I love Yes. You. I I, I I just ran across a, a, a rendition of a, a sister on um, TikTok, mm-hmm. and, she, and she started off with Anita, and she ended up, she was singing Angel, and she, oh, she. ended it with Angela Winbush's rendition. Angela Winbush, yes. Did you see that? <gasps> you seen that? No, but I can only imagine. Was it good? Mm, you might have to send me that. You, it, I don't know if you can find it still. You might have to send I, it. No, well, I listened to it and I, I don't know I'm new to TikTok so I don't know how to do that stuff. But are you on TikTok? I do. I don't know how to get myself. Well, what's she okay, so put oh. your name on TikTok so I can't. I, that? That. Oh. Um, I got I'm so I'm, gonna,
0: let me, I'm
1: gonna find out. Yeah, I'm gonna let my, okay. my, my well, let me me, I'm easy. Lisa, I'm under Lisa Deschands, and okay. that's D-E apostrophe s-h-o-n and then okay. i have a I have two tiktoks and i'm on another one um it's who is ld that might be the easiest who is ld that's lisa oh, yes. deshawn who is lisa deshawn so, okay yeah, got connect, with me. connect with me i am i'm gonna find okay. you I'm, i i said i was gonna try to figure out tiktok a little better oh, yeah i'm new i'm new to it too i only have one video up <laughs> yeah yeah but, yeah, Anita Baker, she's my, she's she's definitely my, Um, she's my go-to. And, you know, my favorite male um, artist, well, I, I guess I have several, but one of my all-time favorites, Otis Redden. Otis Redden. Anything Otis Redden on, and I am, I'm listening to it. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, Anita and Otis.
0: Mm-hmm. we got some choices now. All right. Otis Redden. Oh. Uh.
1: Yes. He is. Do you know he passed away at 26, but his voice sounds like he's an old man. Oh yeah. But like he was 26 years old when uh, I think he died in an air, air, air airplane crash. But um, from Georgia, Yeah, he's from Georgia. But that man's voice, I, I just love. I, I love listening um, to to Otis Redding's music. So mm-hmm. that puts me in a in a good headspace. You know, whenever I'm just tired um or I'm just if my hormones are out of whack or I'm just all over the place um I was getting my in my truck I just drive I turn the window roll the windows down I drive I turn the radio on like I put on YouTube and you know how if you type in like Anita Baker it'll say mix plus 50 songs so yeah. like, it's already that's there <laughs> and I just I just play the mix, windows down. I just get on the expressway or whatever. I just drive, turn it up, and I just be singing with the theatrics. I know them people in the car beside me, like, what in the world is she doing? <laughs> I,
0: I don't care. That's what so you I get I'll in your zone. <laughs>
1: yes, honey. I be singing. My arms be flailing. I be all over. I say, I
0: know
1: these people think I'm crazy, but it's how I. You know keep my
0: head that's right gotta gotta recenter yeah. and get back to yeah. yourself that's all yeah and that's a beautiful that's a, beautiful that you found a positive way to do that
1: yeah yeah instead of busting people to the white meat okay i just get in the car and I'm t- I, have, I, I have a 20-year-old son. I have two 17-year-olds, and I have a 15-year-old. And, um, yes, they, they are something else, and they are in. I love them. They're good, like, good boys. My boys, they've never been in a fight, never had behavioral problems in school. And I'm not even exaggerating. Um, they're scholarly. They're athletes. They're musicians. They're just... They're just, I mean, they're just good boys, all four of them, but they don't, they won't clean up, you know,
2: and
1: stuff <laughs> like that, <laughs> and it's, it's those little nuances, those little things like that, that'll just get up under your skin, it's like, you know, why don't you put that in the trash, you know, why is a hundred water bottles everywhere, you know, mm. like it's that kind of stuff that would get under your skin or get under my skin anyway. I know some people say, Angel, your boys are so good, whatever. Why that kind of stuff frustrates you? I used to be like, I don't care how good they are. You know, they said, you know, you can't do what your mom asked you to do. You should respect your mom. You know, whatever, whatever. That used to be me. Um, until I realized, even when it came to, like, my kids' um, clothing, dressing style and everything, like, their dad, he used to be real, he cared a lot about, like, appearances and things, you know, their hair was always cut, real neat, and mm. they had the polo collar style shirts, the cat pants, the belts, and, you know, they, they, I mean, that's, that's how he dress them and how he dressed and that kind of thing. Um I don't know if y'all seen any like pictures of me, but I freeform. I have free form you know. Yeah. I'm very just <laughs> centric and natural. Um so when they got older, I was just like and and we were living in Washington State, so they didn't their schools didn't have like dress codes and stuff like that. It's not the same as the South. So, um, they were like, they didn't like wearing all that stuff. I was like, all right, it's crazy. I was saying to their dad, to their grandma, but they'd be like, you just let them go school any kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, they're high food, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, not going to fight them. If they want to wear sweatpants and different color socks, I don't care. like, it all age.
0: As long as they clean, look.
1: Exactly. That's like, all no that's at. <laughs> and so it, you know, I got to a point where I just was like, that stuff is not even serious. It's just not even serious. It's nothing to be stressed out about. Um, whereas I'm sure, especially being in the black community, not everybody agrees.
0: Oh no. With that.
1: <laughs> um. You know what I'm saying? But these my kids. I know that's <laughs> you know what right. saying?
0: I let my kids express themselves freely when it comes to their wardrobe. They've been doing that since they were babies. Literally, my three-year-old was dressing herself, picking out her own outfits and stuff when she when she was three. She's 11 now. And
1: now, they're not outside, you know, with their pants, on the day behind.
0: And yeah, see, no, that, that's what I'm saying. As long as they covered up, they got on clean clothes... Go ahead, express yourself. My We have a saying in my family, because we have a Jamaican background, when when my kids or my siblings put on multicolored clothes, uh-huh. you look at you dressing like a Jamaican right now. And, <laughs> and that is normally like a hint, hint, clue, clue, like you doing too much with that outfit right now. But my daughter's response is always, "So what? We Jamaican, didn't you say that?" So, uh, so no, yeah, no, no, no. so I get it. <laughs> Free expression.
1: I, can, I can get mad at them because folks look at me. It's crazy that um, their their paternal grandmother, their dad's mom, she uh, for my birthday this past year. 2020, she bought me some new dresses.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, they're all beautiful. And one of them is like my favorite. You've probably seen it because I wear it like all the time. Like, it's mm-hmm. so crazy. I know people, like, they don't take this. Like, I can't take a picture and this stuff. I'm like, it's mine. I'm going to take a hundred pictures in the same dress if I want to, but it's my dress, you know. Right. But, um, I wear it all the time. So, <laughs> every time she sees me, she's like, you got that dress on again. <laughs> I'm like, but I love it. And she's like, but I bought you like six dresses. <laughs> I'm like, but I like this one. You know? Yeah. I like this one the most. It's so crazy because, and, and one day I was going to my son's football game. And when I showed up, I didn't realize that I had to dress on again until I saw her. And she looked at me, and I was like, oh, she just, she just, like, she just shook her head, like, you in this dress. So, you know what she did? She went to where she bought the dresses, and she got me another one (laughs) (laughs) different colors, but it's the same dress. And so now, I wear them both. I, like, alternate them.
0: That is Um, beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. Look. (laughs)
1: Yes, I love it, and, but I, you know, I, people talk about me, too. I don't care, though, because I have the same, I have a closet full of clothes right now. I'm telling my mom, I'm going to get this stuff away because I got too many clothes right now. Because I wear, I have wide leg, I like wide leg, got your pants. I wear the same stuff, like, <laughs> all the time. Because it's comfortable. I mean, I mean, I just...
0: Yeah, Look, I rock, do. rock how comfortable you are in your own skin. <laughs> that doesn't matter. What nobody else think? Look, now I want to thank you for joining us because this has been amazing. We could this talk
1: long.
0: <laughs> all night. Look,
1: it's been fabulous, girl. We gotta ask you, how can we get in touch with you? What's your handles on your social media? Your email? Your phone number? What's happening? We wanna get at you. Yes, yes. First, let me just say thank y'all so much again. This has been really nice. It's like some girl talk. Oh, yeah. And I appreciate <laughs> um, all the love and all that good stuff. You all can reach me at Um, The podcast is there, the talk show for authors, the bookshelf is there, the morning show for believers is there. Um, you can. Purchase any of my books um, from the website. So you can check me out at speakofciss.com. I'm also um, on social media. If you want to follow me directly, you can follow me at angel.charmaine on Instagram. Um, or you can follow my podcast at podcast on Instagram.
0: And then we're going to figure out that TikTok later. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what my name is on TikTok. Ain't nothing on there for you to see right now. No way, so, <laughs> yeah. So Facebook and Instagram um, is is where you can find me. And everything. Speak up Sis. I, Speak Upsis on Twitter. Speak Upsis on Facebook.
0: Um, speakupsis.com.
1: So yeah, that's the easiest way to connect with me. Speakupsis.com.
0: This has been fabulous. We'll be right back. Are you guys enjoying this episode and want to be a part of the show? Be sure to like, subscribe, favorite, share, and follow us on all social media platforms that involve cooking with positivity. We can be found on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and YouTube under Zykia McCoy. Also on Facebook at Zykeia McCoy, Inc., Cooking With Positivity, the podcast page, as well as Cooking With Positivity listeners and guest connection group, and ZykeiaMcCoy.com. So make sure you join this positive movement. We would love to hear your story. Are you in need of food for your baby shower, wedding, work lunch, holiday party, or even dinner? Look no further than ZRZ Catering. Offering custom menus for every occasion and so many services. In-home instructions where the cook comes to your home and provides you with step-by-step walkthrough instructions on how to cook a meal of your choice, kids cooking classes, for only $5 a month, setup or shipping options, available for vending as well as seasonal sales, and so much more. So be sure to stop by any social media outlet and go to ZRZ Catering on Facebook, Zakia McCoy on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Check out ZRZ Catering Food Blog as well as Chachi's homemade for the seasonal sales. We here at Cooking With Positivity love to support those who support us. Be sure to tune in for our Fun Free Friday episode where you can be a Fun Free Friday raffle winner and win fun prizes from my business, Lisa Deshawn's business, as well as some of our sponsors and some Cooking with Positivity merch. Happy listening. What's going on, CWP family? Do you want to stay caught up with everything CWP? Or you just would like every episode emailed Right to you. Go hit us up at our website. cook on positivity. Wordpress. Com. Welcome back, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share, share, share. Tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend and spread this positive movement. And I hope everybody has a great and positive rest of their day. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for Throwback Thursday with Lisa Deshaun. And have a great and positive rest of your week.